show off with a little bit of uh, toilet trauma. Just start the show. I'm gonna just start, yeah. Don't don't tell me. Just do it. I'm doing. Want... No, we're on air. Oh, okay. Well, to, to, you know, to, sorry, sorry. This is the D Trout Spinners podcast. I want to say that to, for them who don't know. No, that's even good though that you, you did. Cli- even though you clicked on the button that says D Trout Spinners, I want to tell them. Yeah, that's what I mean. This is like because this is more a formal entry, isn't it? Like to the podcast. I always like to start off with a bit of toilet trauma. Gary, you listening? <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, Mars. I'm the always last, listening. The last pub we were in. Uh, there's, they've got a seat that's too small for the the body of the toilet when you sit on it. Also, it's not really connected, so you're sort of move, moving around. There is a lock, and it doesn't lock. Someone walked in on me, and then I was like, whoa! So I shut the door again, and it just got me thinking that I just always think, when I come out of this pub, I'm probably going to see you, because you're going to know that I was there, and it's going to be this unsaid thing that... You've now seen me with my jeans off. And that was the D Trout Spinners podcast. Welcome. Let's get up. Let's get ne- it going. Next week, we're going <laughs> to. Next week. week we're, next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that is a horror. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah. But Miles' stomach is often quite bad. We talked about this. <laughs> this is what people anyway. listen to. Oh, on this day of all days. This day, on this well, week of all days. Miles, weeks. what is this week? Oh, well, there is power in a union. <laughs> <laughs> right wing, wrong Bin, wing. Bin, Billy Bragg over here. Billy Bragg, yeah. Um, Miles has turned into Billy Bragg. I'm actually enjoying politics for the first time uh, ever, I'd say. I actually know quite a bit about it. Like, I can I can hold a conversation. Well, Miles... Inter- don't know as much as you. No, but that's okay. But Miles, Miles, many people, including Miles and my mother, were politicised during the Brexit re- referendum. And my mum went the wrong way, sadly, this time. But you, you, the you've gone way. the right way. But yeah, it's it was a very politicising election. What happened? Who got a majority? Well, <laughs> don't want to talk about that. I actually don't know the majority that the Conservatives got because I haven't checked since. But it was something like seventy-nine. Yeah, something like seventy-nine. Quiet. Boris is listening. Imagine if he was listening to this. Do you think it changed any? Floppy-haired wanker. <laughs> there you go. Um, now, but we're actually here to talk about. My name is Miles Pennell, incidentally, and this is uh, Gary Forrester. Yeah, get on. Gary Forrester. I don't know about that. Today, we're talking about um, the XFM uh, shows. This is episode three of September seventh, two thousand and two. I'll put a link in the bio so you'll be able to listen to this show. I won't put a link in the bio because I don't give a shit about doing any of that stuff. But Miles actually likes. It's doing also it. quite nice for listeners to understand what we're talking about, Gary. Which gives no, me- no, 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 no. But I'm, all I'm saying is I'm not going to do it. I, I agree it should be done. Oh, I'm just saying I don't... Mate, 100% understand you're not going to do this, because I'm the fucking mug in this relationship. All right? No, he like You like it. No, that's true. It. That's true enough. And I, true. I, I, don't, I don't... I just like doing it. I like I like the immediacies. You know, we used to do radio together. I'm not going to harp on about it, but we oh, used to do radio so. together. It was We liked it. We, we enjoyed it. We were one of it. the most successful radio shows on Hospedia Channel 1. Between 1 and... Three on a Sunday. That's we were the most successful show that's been on one and three and so. And I bet we were the most successful, including what's been since with Chris Chase. Oh yeah. Can you say Chris Chase? Like, I don't, they know, don't know who Chris Chase no, is. No, but I know, no, but I'm introducing him as a character. Oh, is I'm just is saying, he one of your comedy characters? <laughs> <laughs> Chris Chase. Uh, you were in that station. Anyway, go on. <laughs> he could sue that. Can I? Um, can I'd I love s- if he sued because it would give us. Publicity. Before we start talking about this episode, I want to. We, we've had a bit of listener feedback, Gary. There are now three episodes available to listen, so please do like and subscribe and, and check check them out because they're, they're all they're they're pretty good actually. I was surprised. 
Um, so, one of the listener feedback, and this is not all positive. I'll just lay that out. No idea what you were talking about. <laughs> well, I don't. <laughs> I, think I, I don't know what we're talking about. So I think we should preface this. This is a show, to answer that question, this is a show about the Ricky Gervais XFM shows that broadcast between 2002, 2005, at better times. Yeah. Is that Dickie Anders? Is that Dickie Anderson? Um, I'd love they, to get Dickie Anders on the show, by the way. People were surprised that I knew someone called Gary. And that you were, and you t- also they thought you would sound weedier than you do. Do we knew someone called Gary? Do they know me or not? No, they don't know you. I talk. Do they about know you? Were... Yeah, I work with them, but but I talk about you a lot. Why would they think I sounded weedier? Because uh, you talk about no, me. No, I think I think they were imagining you because your name's quite a masculine old man name. So but I think why they would they think I sounded weedier? I think they they thought you'd be more because the masculine. way you talk about me. No, 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 no. I think it was. Oh, just... I am masculine, but I'm not. I'm You're not... a man. Yeah, sure. That was um. We had good chemistry. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, was, not bothered. I've got about two this. more points. That was from my mum. Um, it was nice to hear your voice in reference to me. So they weren't actually interested in the content, but the voice was a major selling point. Some felt. That I don't you, think this is our audience. Some. Some. Well, the people who you know at work aren't necessarily the <laughs> people that we will be. Also, you have five people that I know at work. Um, some felt that you spoke too much. Who? That's, that's one of mine. You spoke too much. You said I spoke too much. Um, uh, hang yeah. on, I spoke less than 50%. <laughs> That's a joke. That's a gag. Smile. Good, yeah. It's um, a sun- Saturday. I always smile, as you know. <laughs> Gary, famously, <laughs> fucking hell. Even, even you fake smiling. That was no, was it? It was a real smile. Was it? I couldn't, I couldn't keep it off my lips. Uh, so, yeah, we're talking this show. It's episode three of series, series two. A very good show. Very to, a bloody to preface, good meal, I, I tell A rare you. bloody good meal, but a very good show. And I think it's near to the start. We're not quite there, but it's near to the start of what I would call the golden era. Yeah. Which is about episode eight in. And that is to the end of series three. Yeah. Which is the golden era. I think so. I he can't was wait reading to... the news. I That's episode at the end I of episode. I can't wait to get to the, to those later episodes. But um, Yeah, we've got to... This one, yeah. Net, by the way, the next episode we're doing is not episode four, it's episode five, because episode four is a compilation show, oh, so we're yeah, not we doing do that. that so. In case the listeners were waiting, <laughs> what episode four, I, want, I, want to, I wanted to hear Gary talk too much on episode four. <laughs> well, I won't be. <laughs> so, uh, to, set some, set some context, to set some context to what actually happens in the show, it explains that Ricky and Carl spent the first half an hour of the show playing football, but things turn sour when Carl is annoyed and Ricky can't record links for the best of show that they'll play next week because he has to go on holiday. He absolutely could have done those links. I know. He, I'm certain he could have done those links because Ricky's the sort of person who... It's like, it's like the show we did um, two shows ago where Ricky... Ricky needed to get to the train station, yeah. but Ricky got there way too early, just so Steve and Steve couldn't get his flight so because Steve... it could easily have gone to the airport <laughs> first. But Ricky doesn't like get getting places late. So I think he also likes to play the part of like a, a sort of diva, kind of like a radio diva. No, but he 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 is a diva. But it just makes enough when you go. Plays a part. <laughs> they discuss well. <laughs> when they discuss it at the end. They're like, no, no, we must record. We must record these things. So do, okay, I'll do. I'll do some now. And then they try to do it you. on air. Like, it's like, you can't do it on air. But they, this is like the first. And then Steve says, "See, this is why. This is sorry, guys. This is where why we should have been planning at the start of the show." But that actually is one of the things I love, and actually like the fact that they. This is really important. The fact that they do their preparation 
They are. They either. They do two, one of two things. They either do their preparation on air, which is ridiculous. Yeah, and no you can't other. Do that. What other show does that? And I, I love that about mm. them. Mm-hmm. Or they do their preparation off air and then talk about it on air, which yeah. you shouldn't do. They break all the rules of how like a radio the, the shows should be it? done. And and that for that, I love it. I think it's a major selling point of the show. But this is like because I think this is you get a really good sense of like the ferocity and the. The conflicting personalities in yeah. the show because they 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 do proper go at loggerheads and you get you you understand Carl's annoyance when he's just trying to get stuff done, yeah, and, and he's being stopped all the time by Ricky and, and Steve, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so it starts off. He's going to Sorrento. Ricky Gervais is going to Sorrento. I like the bit where he says because uh, he's like, "Oh, you can get an upgrade to first class." And he goes, uh, "I'm going first class anyway." Well, and you know how oh much he God, loves he to have... say that on yeah. air. He absolutely <laughs> loves that opportunity to say he's going first class. And but it so gets... it's lovely. It's a very posh been? place of it. No, no, no. But it's a lovely. I, n- I know. Of Judith it. Sharma's talking I know about of it. it. <laughs> I've never been to Italy, but it did get me thinking about because he, he talks about. We were um, going to go to Italy once, weren't we? Do you remember yeah, that? One of Do you remember times. that? We were going to go to Italy. We I think we will go to Little Italy. Little Italy. We're going to a spa. We are going to a spa. Yeah, we'll we need to, to book that, actually, that later. Yeah, later. Maybe the listeners can can feedback. Do Best. I sound too weedy? <laughs> Best as oh, I feel bad now. That's did you say, did you say I sounded too weedy or not too? And they said this. You sounded weedier than than we thought. Yeah, but but. But I don't but sound I don't weedy. Do. I, I know, I know, I don't sound weedy. I'm, a, I'm, I am weedy, but I don't sound uh, yeah, weedy. No. So I, 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 I think that's very harsh. Who was that? Who said that? What's their I name? Don't and give names what's their name and address? I don't, well, I don't, I don't want to give postcode. What's their postcode? <laughs> yeah, that's great. Comedy what's, minds. What's so. their, what's their postal reference number? Can't tell you. Okay. But no. Is uh, it a woman? I don't. I don't yeah. respect that opinion because actually, no, I don't say weedy. To build a visual appearance so that you know the sort of voice that's coming out of this weedy. But I, I don't. I, I have quite a deep I've got a deeper voice than you I've got a deeper voice yeah, than no, most I've people actually my age. Commented like, on your I've voice got quite a deep I, voice well, I don't yeah. I, one thing I don't sound is weedy now I I am weedy don't, yeah. I wouldn't get in a I mean, fight no, I wouldn't absolutely. get in a fight have you ever I'd been so in a fight we- yeah I had a fight in the school what was it I've got an anecdote about this tell it now it's kind of a draw no 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 this is something else oh, okay. to come out later but, uh, well um, he talks about he talks about going on a holiday and he's, and he's saying can you can you be can you go to a cathedral? Steve's asking, could you go to a cathedral and, and be in awe of it? And he says, if I, I love Ricky's honesty. Yeah, in this. he's so because honest. He, because, <laughs> he says, if there's any soaking up to do, I can do that later. Do that later. Your, your when memory of we're in the bar. bar. <laughs> yeah, but 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 that does get me thinking because I've I've often said this about like like you know most most European cities that have an old town. Or they have a, or they have a hall, or a, a cathedral, or a square, and you're like, um, and and you always go to this thing. But once you've seen one, pretty much seen them all. But I like what Ricky says. He's like, if I see one and it's big, but I've seen a bigger one, I say that's big, but I've seen a bigger one. But if I see one and it's the biggest one I've ever seen, I've got God, it's the biggest one I've ever seen. He's very honest let's with go. that. Like that's he is, he on it. Yeah, let's, but he, I. Ricky, he shows two parts of himself. One, I don't like the arrogance, but two, I do like the honesty. He is honest at this period in his career. Like, he's because also you you get the sense that he's always been like this. And this isn't this isn't new. No, and he is genuinely fussy. Like Steve talks about him eating, and later episodes we get to, I can't stand like sausage and mash. Like yeah, sausage and mash. He said, I can't eat with you. He he gets annoyed. He gets bored drinking a glass of water. Well, that's yeah. I sort of I do understand. I do understand that yeah. Because it, it is boring. I mean, it's it's not Coca Cola. Because what's interesting is one like Steve says a lot of things that episode that Ricky laughs at, but he doesn't laugh at that. Like he just says, yeah, and actually, because it's quite a it's quite a logical point. It is 
boring drinking the glass it of water. Is. It is quite boring. But I, mean, I, I'd, I'd much prefer a, glass a lovely of, glass, glass of sparkling or, apple cider from the orchards of England. Orchard wankers or something it was <laughs> called. A stupid, stupid name it's That's going to be my special brew. Am I talking too much? Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> well, it doesn't matter because people like the sound of I my don't voice anyway. Sh- I'm just saying. Shit what people think. Well, I know, I know, but... You know, all your... You, and, and this is how Miles and I work. Miles will tell everyone about the show that Miles, he knows, or lots of people. This is not true. What no, but no, no, but I... No, it is, say? it is. I won't tell anyone about the show. That's true. Yeah. I won't tell anyone. Have you and not told anyone about this show? Not yet. And I tell Are you, you going to? Yes, I will, but I want us to you build up a cachet of... you on Wednesday about your award in the podcast? Not really, because I don't think she'd appreciate the humour. I just don't. It's a. Fo- I, I'm not well, going to say what. Feedback. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't appreciate humour. Doesn't appreciate Gary's humour and his weedy voice. And his weedy. I don't think you sound weedy. I don't. I. I. I know I don't sound weedy. Yeah, don't, I am weedy. Don't. don't get me wrong, but I don't sound it. <laughs> Fucking little piece of shit. I'll, I'll fight anyone. Just give me a Glockenspiel gun. Oh no! I'll do this myself. Um, no, I, I, I love. Oh, the... good, smooth, mate, smooth. <laughs> Go on. What are you saying? I love the. Oh, I've just. Uh... <laughs> I know. I, I love it. And then, and when he's talking about, um, he's like, I do, I do. Have you ever watched any opera? And he goes, I do like the old opera. I like, I like those. Uh, I like the one that they did those that world. That two one, fat birds. And those two fat birds they did in the George. Now, Redemption. interesting point. Have you ever watched an opera live? Uh, I would like to. Have I, you? I, no, I haven't. No. no. To answer your question, Gary. Well, please answer it, and then <laughs> talk about the There's two supplementary things I would like to I would like to see an opera, and I would also like to go to see a ballet. Because I go to theatre a lot, as you know. I'm, I'm, I'm quite a cultured uh, person in that respect. I have no interest in seeing a ballet or an opera, but I do listen to classical music. I like that you listen to classical, but I can imagine that's what you do, sitting in your, your lonely flat with a one armchair. It's not one arm, it's got two arms. Swirling a tumbler. It's of, got two arms, I love you. I was swirling some Cavossier on Thursday night, which was on the Thursday election night, night, which we were. Three minutes after the exit poll, I ran to my, lo- my local independent. Uh, Mini Mart, and I purchased three Desperados cans. Ironic, so I was really it depressed. was Desperado, yeah. <laughs> I also bought three packets of sweets, and I ate them all. I found myself being counsellor to many well. people I, during what, that night. I think this show will give people who maybe weren't happy with the turnout of this election. But you made an inter- interesting point about uh, art, Thanks, art and creative endeavours in times of political turmoil. Because What did I say? Tell them what we I said. said and, and I, I did listen to it, and you, you did cancel me a lot actually during that during that sort of immediate aftermath. And I do appreciate that because I was up till about two, I think about four hours sleep. And I had to go to work. Yeah, no, Gary was really great at counselling me. And you, you, so you mentioned about this creative endeavours thing, and it's like because if you think of all the great sort of alternative comedians that were born out of a Thatcherite government, and then you think of uh, the punk movement in the seventies, like this music was a reaction to. Uh, the events that played out politically, and you do you do sort of think, oh, maybe the same thing could happen now because people are more unionised, people are more they're, they're more there's more of a community spirit. Like even though it seems like a decision has been made people, with Brexit, yeah, I feel among those communities, people hopefully will will end this transition period and will will come out better for it. Yeah, I, I, I would hope that. I mean, I think. I mean, just start. People are less unionised than they 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 used to be, far less. But but what comes out of something, you know? And I appreciate that not all of our listeners will agree politically with this. 
But Incidentally, if you are a Tory and you're listening to this pod, do you? But um, they won't agree politically, but the people who do, who are disappointed with the result, very d- distraught with the result, I think that, yeah, the creative, that, like from Thatcher came. Now, I don't, Surely. I'm saying, <laughs> I don't necessarily like a lot of that alternative Ben Elton type com- comedy. My I don't, I actually think it's too politically. She, yeah. she said he was really good. Yeah, really, he, really he probably good. is. He, I just, when I have seen him, he hasn't been. Not live, but I've, I've seen him, yeah. like, recorded. But. What they inspired inspires me now. Like, so Stuart Lee and Harry Hill, for example. Well, we've just seen Stuart Lee live. We've just seen Stuart Lee. We saw Harry Hill a year ago, but it was absolutely brilliant. And Stuart Lee was brilliant. But, you know, that was inspired out of Thatcher. Had you not had Thatcher, you wouldn't have Stuart Lee now as a comedian. I'm pretty pretty firm on that. I'm sure he would have been funny in some way, but I don't think he would have been a stand-up comedi- mm. comedian doing so well. But Yeah. Um, oh, so are you saying this podcast is going to get better now? This isn't a podcast. This is therapy. <laughs> this is therapy for, <laughs> for us. For many people it is. For us. No, for us. Uh, we've got a support hotline available. Is, is it Gary at Hotmail.com? Gary, no, <laughs> forestalhotmail.co.uk. It'll answer all your problems. Email me your feedback. Maybe email me your feedback. <laughs> Don't send it to Mars. Oh, he sounds weedy. Is your email as is your email voice weedier than it's, your? It's, your... it's weedyforrestal at hotmail.co.uk. Oh, I feel bad now that I said that. Well, that's, it's just weird. Why would you say that? Like, I, if I got I feedback like that, I wouldn't tell you because I think it's like it's so untrue that I wouldn't like. I'm not too fussed about it, but I am no. fussed in in a way. In a way, yeah. Walking back to the studio now, or his seat, as it's also called. How you doing? Feel better? I've, it's so satisfying going for a wee. It is, it isn't really it? Really is. Yeah. It's one of like those few. Um, you like, weedy little, little wee. <laughs> you weedy little It's no, it's nice because it's that relief. I'll tell you what's even better when you've relieved yourself externally as well. What do you mean externally? We is external. What do you mean external? You mean anusly? Through the, yeah, the anus. exit. But Callum, uh, it releases endorphins. Does it? Defecating or Does urinating. It really? Yeah, it releases One endorphins. One of the few pleasures in life in this hard time. I need all the dump. endorphins relieved as I can <laughs> because I'm not getting you, them relieved. Were you, de- were you depressed after the result then? Were you no, like yeah, I was, I was a bit shocked and, and kind you of like... A bit shaken, but I I wasn't that shocked because of the polls. I looked at the polls, and the polls were the polls. And I don't understand people who are shocked because every poll said this would happen. However, when it happens, because in 2017 all the polls were wrong, and it was like, oh my God, there's no majority. Now it was like, there's a small chance it'll be. Yeah. It'll be. It won't be true, but it was true, and it was a. Yeah, I wasn't depressed. I was counselling my friends. well, Millie, you know, oh, you know, Millie yeah. was just just beside herself, as, as wow. I, you know, I was, but you were at the beginning, but then and then you were like, I'm in no mood for comedy, and then by the end, by <laughs> the was, end, of, by I was I, cracking jokes, by like, no, no, you, fire. You, you've never done that, you've <laughs> never been on fire, but by one a.m. you're at least like, yeah, we. I were, was a little bit, no, I was but just, that thing, like, because I count- just like to go back to uh, what we say. 
on the on the aftermath of the Brexit vote, I was I was fully depressed. And I that think is that was a depressing more... vote. I was absolutely depressed. I feel that like day. that was more annoying because it was just like it was not a... annoying. It's not the right word. No, it was, not, but it was it was it was, it was it was emotional. I didn't feel as emotional. I felt angry at this one. I felt emotional last one. I felt angry this one, and and I did. I, I consoled myself. You know, I had a resolve and uh, chilled out. Um, you had resolve and some desperados, which it doesn't really work thing. like that. <laughs> same thing for me. They're both busy. <laughs> the They're both the busy. Um, no, but but do you know what? Now I feel good because I'm like we're we're doing this podcast. We're we're gonna do some writing. We're still friends, and also that's what I was thinking. Like you, you've got to think positively. Like, all the things we've got to feel positive about. Like I've got money in my account, mate. I've got you. I've got money. I've got a drink in my left hand. Quite a bit of money. In my account. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that. No, no, I'm just kidding. I I literally don't. I don't have money. Can I tie all this back to the show, actually? Because please do. In this show, and there are many reasons to be positive in life generally. Ricky is inquisitive to Carl's. They're they're quizzing Carl, and they said, "What's the best thing that's ever happened to you? What's the highest point of your life?" And Gary, I want to know what is the highest point of your life now. You're 34, going on 35. And going on 40, 60, set dead, ha- dead. Nearly, okay. t- nearly, oh, no, no, no. 45 dead. Let's be yeah, realistic. Yeah, let's be realistic. Look at me right now. If we ever got what successful. But, um, do, do you know, actually, to tie it almost back to this week, actually, it's not, I know, one of the best feelings in my life was the first time I ever voted. Was it really? Yeah. It really was because it's so. Even so, you were 18, even this week. Eighteen is the, the legal age. To yeah, vote I was in about twenty. I was twenty-one because that was the first election yeah. that I could vote in, two thousand and five. You kept went around then. You kept so were around. You, you kept were around then. Were you voting for them? I BNP. I mm-hmm. know oh, I wasn't voting for UKIP, but I I voted for Labour, but. Anyway, regardless of how I voted, voting felt very. I was very I proud. Of it. But actually, and 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 just in another way, like and actually, when I voted this time, I felt very proud. I, I was great. I got to the polling station at seven o one. Literally, Fuck. it was already queued, so I thought it'd be a good result. But, um, but probably other than that, proudest is you know, I don't know green, gra- graduating green, uh, or something. Yeah, got, and she increased the majority. But was was your? But do you feel about? Oh, sorry, go on. What were you going to ask me? Do you feel that voting makes you... It kind of empowers you. It, you feel it was, powerful. I'll be honest with you. When I went there to my local contact, also making a decision that I was very, very sure of. I wasn't unsure of. When I cast my vote in that ballot, and I won't tell you how I voted, but I'm pretty much going to guess. Um, but when I thought that he, bit He voted Labour. Go on. Yeah, and I've, Thanks. Don't cut that out. <laughs> go on. And I put it in the box, and I was like, yes, I've done my duty. Because in Australia... It's compulsory. I didn't know this. It's compulsory to vote. Yeah, you get a fine if you don't vote. Yeah. They have a 92 to 97 percent turnout. Every and which election. is how it should be, I think. It's not for me to say how uh, society should be run, but I, I genuinely think if everyone voted, it would be such a good like moral responsibility. We should teach this in schools. We should get people engaged with politics. Because I feel more fruitful, more um, politically engaged than I've ever felt like that. And I'm 29 now. It's taken a long time for me to get to mm. this point. In that sort of youth quake that we saw in 2017 where loads of people were getting into voting and particularly younger people because I think in five years we're going to see a landslide of, of younger voters really making a positive change. The way I see it in, in society generally, we've seen this reflected in the climate marches, 
uh, in the protests generally, the anti-austerity marches, all this stuff will try it. It will come to a point where everyone will just go, you know, I believe that children are the future. To quote Witters. Apart from that, everything you just said I agree with, but apart from that ridiculous cliche, but... (laughs) I d- but <laughs> I do hate that guy. But well. uh, but uh, I think that I don't think that necessarily children will obviously children won't vote but at eighteen you? and over. But I think that um, you know I look we don't want to get too political in terms of what we agree. But, but I think I think miles. I think Labour will win quite easily the next election. But that that's in twenty twenty four. I think once once uh, this Brexit thing has passed and once people have had time to reflect. This was the Brexit election and we, we have yeah, to but it's agree- not over. No 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 but we have to we have to realise that it even though actually more people voted for anti Brexit parties than Brexit parties and Caroline Lucas posted that and I was very proud of her and everything. However, we live in a first past post system and the party that advocate Brexit got an 86 or an 80 seat majority Mm, so mm. it's very sad but it is the way that it is and I'm so pleased because when I met I met Mars in 2012 and it was kind of like I could never speak to him about politics because he just wasn't interested. He wasn't no, like he wasn't stupid. I was more interested in me alcohol and my fags mate. Yeah exactly. Quote a Oasis song. Um but now, since Brexit election in 2016... We can talk intelligently about it. We, c- we can talk about it, not intelligently. <laughs> I, I mean, this is a, anyway, li- we can talk about it weedily. <laughs> weed, weed, yeah, weed. What does a weed sound like? Weed! Do you remember um, What Truth Mother with um, Flower Pot, Bill and Ben? Yeah. Weed! There's... And one went... And then in the middle of them was like... Oh. Is that what I sound like? No, I think well, it was just higher. Your pitch is yeah, higher. Yeah, but my, my, pi- my pitch is not higher. Also, I feel strange that I know a, a friend. I've I wish it was. Called... I wish it was I higher. feel fit weird that I've got a friend called Gary. But I'm also thankful for that in a weird way. Just can't imagine your... Your, your mum I was, I was watching... gives birth I was, and, I was... she, and she says, Well, that was a surprise. Well, Gary Glitter. It was probably oh, was no, really? it was. But no, no, it wasn't. But um, do, do, I, was, I, was watching, I was watching um, Pointless on the toilet and um, thanks very much they were saying there was two Garys on the episode and Richard Ellison was like we're double Gary that's like they, they, Gar- the name Gary's dying yet we're double that's Gary I mean. here in Pointless there are no kids in 2019 no, who are going to no. be called Gary no one's called Gary so I think also you've got the Chish- yeah, I always think of like Gary Lineker or um, uh, what was that other one that, that footballer that was like quite controversial Gascoigne yeah, he I wasn't called I, Gary. I know he wasn't, but I, it's the G, it's the harsh sound of the G. G-, G- it was Gaza, isn't Ga- it? That's what I mean, then. he was all like Gaza Gascoigne. It's like, so that's what I was thinking of you, and I was like, I've never called you Gaza, nor will I ever will the only The only person in my life who's called me Gaza, or Gaz, is my dad. And but in jest. My, uh, but the one that I preferred out of all of them was my friend when I moved to Brighton to go to uni, and he was a real London lad, and he called me Gal. And I love Gal. that. Gal. Yeah, like Gal. Gal Gadot. Right, Gal? No, not... Zal Gadot. Gal Gadot. No. no. The, the actress who played Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All That's right. what She's he called me, the actress who played Wonder Woman. She's That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I... Gary, can I'm I... am talking too much. Can, can I be honest with you? Do what you like, love. Uh, I want to go through some of my favourite quotes. Oh, so now could... Can we give one each? One. We can then... do one each. I'll allow you that, mate. 
No, don't, don't allow me. It's, it's, I permit it's it. <laughs> it's such a... Can I... So, I've... Listeners, I've collated five of my favourite quotes from the show. And Gary now is also going to read his favourite quotes from the show. Can I... Do, I'm going to do mine first. So, one of the things I love Ricky... I absolutely love is when Ricky... He does this thing where, and I can't even describe it properly, but he basically, he trips over his words on purpose. (laughs) So one of them is when, it's not this show, because he says about Carl pressing the buttons, but there's another show where he goes, he goes, no, hang on, don't say it. He goes, Carl, they're pressing the buttons. (laughs) Pressing the buttons. Pressing the buttons. Because he gets bored, and even at the start, when he he introduces the song, he's like, that was Coldplay and in my place. And then he says, Bored. How long do you think you keep up? Bored. You're bored, bored already. already. Bored. But, the, but this That's is. Something they weren't. They weren't afraid no, of saying. They weren't. How afraid. they felt on that because most shows now, like you listen to like a program radio, and there's this like, and Carl brings it up. He's like, I can't do this anymore. I can't do jobs like this anymore. Where you have to be happy all the time. And Ricky's like. And that, that's a later episode which says no you don't have to be happy to like, no no you do when you, and that kind of makes sense you yeah. like Greg James or Fern Cotton or like they, there's, some a, boring there's a pressure there to be engaging and happy because Cox yes <laughs> but um it's uh, and Sarah Cox but um but my favourite example of him tripping over his words deliberately is in this show where he goes the good thing about a lump of cheddar cheese is you don't, don't have, have to have, have any dressing, dressing on it. That's number one don't in my it. class. Oh, well, I'm sorry, but it's just, I had to say that. <laughs> the good thing about a nice don't lump of Don't have to have any just dressing on it. Because he just trips over it <laughs> deliberately, know. and it's uh, it works. It's so funny. You don't yeah. have to have any dressing, dressing on, on it. it. <laughs> and then the second one is uh, those two fat birds they did on Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> when they're talking about opera, because that... I just think that's fucking hilarious. That's he's, funny. He's too, he's like, I wouldn't listen to an old opera. I don't listen to But um, my, my other, other one is my... Fa- I think my favourite quote of the show, other than the one I just did, was <laughs> when Steve's saying, talking about Amdram, and he goes... Um, Thumbelina, this, Thumbelina, no, 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 no. He goes, "This is how desperate they were for blokes." And Ricky goes, "Well, yeah. you." <laughs> That's just such <laughs> yeah. a. It's so subtle, it's but it's so just subtle. subtle. You, and you go, "Yeah, alright." <laughs> but do you know? Uh, do you, I'll, I'll talk to you about. Do, do quotes, and then I'll Third tell you one. this fact. Do you think this is the worst show we've ever done? <laughs> do you think this is the worst? Because it's the first time where they fully acknowledge that the show is rubbish. Yeah, but they they <laughs> do that a lot. But that's the first. But, but it's self-deprecating it, yeah. without being self-deprecating because they. They probably do think it's shit, but it's so no, funny. No, they it's... know it's funny, yeah. Yeah, but, but they... do you do like no? But they enjoy spending time with Carl. They don't care if anyone's it's listening. It's shit if you compare it to the standards of a normal radio that's true, show. That's true but it's not shit. But so um, no, 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 wait, 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 oh, no, no, my one so, wait, please um, is Steve saying when they said about he said about the space cake and the meat and space cake and they could they could read each other's yeah. minds and Steve goes and he goes and and afterwards they met up and they. Steve goes, why did they meet up? Yeah. <laughs> why didn't they just think it? <laughs> Which is brilliant. It's have brilliant. you ever had space cake? Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. Was it? Um, I haven't, no. Have you not? No. But was... you've had, you've had a marijuana, yeah. haven't you? Yeah, I've, I've, I haven't I've eaten had any it cake. twice, uh, illegally, I guess you would, you would say. Uh, and I didn't, the first time I didn't feel anything. Uh, and the second time I was just ill. I was sick. And I remember, oh, this is funny, Gary. This was a New Year's Eve, circa 2006 mm-hmm, or seven, mm-hmm. like when I was like really excited about drinking. I mean, don't get me wrong, still really excited about drinking. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and it was New Year's Eve, and there was this girl, and I I, I started, I got off with this girl post post smoking this thing, 
And then I felt I can't imagine you because Mars is so anti-drug since I've known it. Yeah, but no, but this was only because I was like, oh. Yeah, all right. Everyone else is doing it. You, you follow. That's... You follow no, I don't. easily. No, oh, that, at, at that age, everyone did. No, though. but you do at twenty nine. I've... Do you? Do you think? Do you, yeah, you do? That about yeah. Me? Yes. Not about me, but about no. What oh, do on. I do? What do I do? I think you would do it if people were doing it and you were out with them. I think your if work, it was legal, I probably would... would do it. I think it's the fact that it's illegal that puts me off. I don't well, like breaking what... the law, and I've you know I've had several run-ins with the law myself. You know, several run-ins. Why'd you keep killing babies? <laughs> Well, why did you get the no, and then anyway, so I got off of this girl. Time passed, and I was sick. And then we were all going to bed, and I was going to go and and slip, sit in another room to go to bed. And the girl, <laughs> like a nan, yeah, like, and, and, oh nan, yeah. go to that room and in that in that <laughs> rocking you know chair. I knew, I knew there was a bed there, and I was like, oh, I do, do like a bed, me. And um, and then uh, this girl was sitting outside the room. It's on my penis. And I said, um, well, I'm going to go to bed. Does Anna, Does anyone want to come with me? And I looked directly into her eyes. And she was like, no, I'm, I'm all right here. <laughs> That's not even a That's lie. my experience of <laughs> women. Was, and then everyone looked That's... at me like, oh, for fuck. Oh, for fuck. <laughs> also, like, that would be attractive, like, sick coming down my chin. Oh, and God. Then go, and then go, would... they want to potentially have sex, which I haven't had yet until this point. And then my first <laughs> time. No, it was 19 Hang when on. I lost my Oh, you're gym. 19. Yeah. Uh, but I thought this was when you were 20. Oh, we, uh, did 2016. you say 18? Oh, okay. I would have been 2006. I would have been 2016. Uh, you were yeah. like 27. No, 6. Okay, 16. yeah, all right, okay. And so I was like, so even if that would have been a, a case, she would have been the first woman to have ever seen me naked, sick, rolling down my... <laughs> Except your mother, <laughs> breastfeeding. Quote number four. I'm after one of those... This is towards the end. I'm after... This is from a listener, and they said, uh, yeah, I'm after one of those armbands to meet Bowie. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you know, um, Carl's rock bus... They Carl, it's Carl so la- good. Carl la- Carl he laughs. Look- Carl laughs. But it's it's actually just a, goes piss off. It is actually boring to do rock busters with listener involvement. However, there are two gems in the first that two days. That one that you mentioned doing. in the previous the one episode, that, which the, you can also listen to on Apple yeah, iTunes. The one that where he says um, Simon Simon Mail used to do this, but the yes. and, but then this one where he says. Sorry, I'm not after anything that just is going on now. I just want one of those armbands to me, Bowie. <laughs> it's like, piss off. Piss off, Steve. Guys, piss off. And <laughs> number five. And this is kind of a smaller, like, they've just come out of a song, and this is one of the links. Ricky's stuffing his face with toilet roll, and he's going, and, and Carl just brilliantly just subtly says, do you know that actually makes me want to be yeah, you know, yeah. sick? It's not even subtle. It's just, it's just blatant. <laughs> but, he not... says, but he says it's so dead. <laughs> the, the thought that can't Ricky believe Ricky stuff, did that. He just stuffed in his face a toilet roll. Can't believe it. And then to do it on air, like it's unbelievable. I think it's so funny that story that they tell, and it's Ricky meeting David Bowie, being invited onto Jonathan Ross' show. Ricky is in is, the wrong on that. Steve is Ricky's so in the wrong. But Steve's off. in the right, like because Steve might not have been given a ticket because Ricky was famous and Steve wasn't. However, Ricky didn't even ask because he would have oh, said he would have said he would have said. Oh, by the way, oh, but no, Steve, don't worry, I asked. No, but he didn't ask and he didn't yeah. tell him. He is a little wanker than that. I he, know. He's wrong. Because honestly, if you ever got the chance to see Oasis and you didn't tell me that you went to see Oasis or you had tickets to see them, I would unfriend you. If yeah, or something media. like Stuart Lee, like, you know, just something else in, in yeah. a comedy version. Can I, mean, I tell, you've seen can I tell you, Gary? you see seen Stuart Lee? No. <laughs> Don't <laughs> fuck around with me. But um, do, you, do you know, 
I was I I was in Amdram. I did Amdram. Did you? Yeah, I did. What, yeah. Were, you, what were you in Amdram? I did. Um, uh, so Steve uh, talking a about a show about the pharaohs. What? Yeah. What's that? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I was like ten, but it was Amdram. Was it really? Yeah, it was Amdram. I did Amdram. I don't. I think can't I've imagine told you, you being like that enthusiastic about know, anything. No, I'm not. Like, no, but, where you have to be. Uh, uh, hello. hello. I'm Ian McKellen. But um, I did Amdram, and I, I, do you know what I was very good at? Impersonating other people, because we used to do exercises in class, and one of them was impersonate someone else in class, and I always used to get it quite good, so I'm quite pleased with that, but I was shit acting. The birth of your comedy career, in many ways, people would would not say. People would not say, because it's not been born yet, I'm waiting for the birth. (laughs) It's a stillbirth. Oh God, that's terrible. No, that's terrible. Um, Sorry. (laughs) What's the great? What's the great Pilconi gonna do? I did no, I, I didn't do Amdram, Amdram site, but I did like a play, play school, like a, a school where you play did, school like, is yeah, school when you're four. Yeah, I did do that too, just about past we all did. flying colours and flying colours. <laughs> um, do you remember any of your play school days? Yeah, I remember chasing um, two people around with a, a foam brick. Yeah. Is that your KKK days? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Sort of a joke, isn't it? It's my Brexit party uh, days. And, no, and I, I, got, I got really excited because I was like... Um, I, I just thought like, I really want to do theatre because I'm, I'm quite a big personality. And No, I, I am, though. No, but I'm a theatrical person. But I'm, you know, I'm into hang on. Can I... Uh, I by all means carry on a minute but I was like that I did a magic show and I knew no magic when I was six and I was like right I just want to do a magic show and they were like do you know any magic I was like yeah yeah I'll be fine when I go on I know no magic I just wanted to be on a stage yeah and I was like but but by the time I did Amdram I was a bit I was far more like conservative and like I was a bit I was a bit more shy but I still went up on stage and did a play in front of you know, six or seven people. Did your parents turn no, up to that it, one? It, no, they were drinking, playing to, darts. <laughs> they were. No, they to, were. They did turn up. Yeah. I used to play steel pans in, <laughs> in school. Were you Jamaican? Yeah. No. This is what was the weirdest thing. It's like normal. It was like a white sort of working class sort of school that I went to my high school. And for some reason, which is <laughs> this Jamaican heritage, but, yeah, where, whereby so we had funny. this steel cluster. And my proudest moment, I think we're talking about proudest moment, best moments ever. We did a Bond medley all on steel pans. <laughs> and so it was like, diamonds are forever, forever, forever. But did you know the complexities of like making a C or a B? Yeah, like yeah, a different yeah. No, note? They're all written out for you on oh, the steel right, pan. Okay, so yeah. it's actually a really good instrument. It sounds quite like nice. And we were part of this this choir and this band. And I felt like I found my place. I've always said Miles would fit in most in Jamaica. <laughs> That's why I've always said that. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's what they say, isn't so, it, Jamaica? <laughs> it's what they say at a lot of racist I actually hotels. Don't, I don't well. like Bob Marley, so whatever. You talking to me? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, that, that was one of my proudest moments, and it was just seeing the, the applause and seeing my mum because my dad wasn't there. Uh, um, <laughs> definitely seeing my mum there was a proud moment. Your mum was there, yeah. Uh, and also, I, I, my proudest your mum would have been at my play had she known about me. My your proud, my great. proudest moment was speak and not to bring it all morbid, but speaking at my grandfather's funeral. Well, I was proud of you for that moment. 
Because we talked about that yeah. a lot before, a lot. We had a long conversation An before. interviewer who was going for a job with, they said, what's your proudest moment? I was like, oh, the interviewer's going good. I'm going to drop him dead. They said, what's the proudest moment you've ever had? They're probably expecting like a job role. Yeah, my proudest moment was managing a team of up to 20 people. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah, speaking at my grandfather's funeral. Killed the mood. Yeah, we'll, we'll get in touch with you. See yeah. you later. See you later. See you later. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> but no, I was, I was proud of that. And I think um, I think if anyone wants to do any sort of that, um, oh, I don't know. It's that feeling of that cathartic uh, yeah. release of emotions in a, in a public setting. It's very, it's very, um, I don't know. It makes you feel really good. Yeah, I spoke at my, na- I spoke at my nan's funeral, but I didn't speak the was words it your that I wrote. Set? No, 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 it wasn't. It was just, it was part of a psalm or some <laughs> of something. Next up, we've got. <laughs> I've heard so something the like. The comes on and goes. Great, great one there. Great one there. We've got, we've got a brilliant act next. So this is Mr. Gary Frost. So he's yeah. coming up and he's doing a peace poem. <laughs> peace, peace had at pudding. least had at least two acts on stage. He had at least two performances. <laughs> Because they go, they do say that. They say, well, he's had 500 performances on stage. Yeah. yeah, yeah but well, I got, I got a round of applause for mine. And I was like, there was jokes in Probably there. quite sympathetic. Yeah, I but imagine. No, but, but whatever what? it had been like, but you'd have got a round of applause. No, it's, I'm proud of you for doing it. Whatever. Like, it's madness. Yeah, yeah. But, it's but really I good. did sort of see myself relaxing into the role as I did it. I was sort of going, <laughs> you like that one? <laughs> You're going to bloody love the shit. Well, I we to, I t- the one you left out was the one that I told you was the best. Thing. Anyway, it's the balloons we're the doing. Balloon. We won't get oh, yeah, to somewhere in understand, but yeah. But um, next person who dies, I'll, t- I'll tell you. <laughs> follow my advice. And I can't think, wait! Can't wait for that happy moment yeah. in our lives. Uh, so uh, that's been. That's been a. So this has been the D Trout Spinners podcast, and I have been. I wish asked, we'd had. Call, sorry, could I just interject at this point? You may. I continue. wish we called it a different name, and the listeners might like that. You know, the name are, are they. Hopefully they'll get used to it, but there were many other names that would have been better. When we came up with the podcast, um, his li- actually, his, I think it was mine. His, sorry, his little legs, his little legs would have his been good. Legs. Um, oh, talking about monkeys. There's other, there's other ones that would have been good as well. But D Trap Spinners is a good compromise, and we're going to stick with it. Yeah. So. I'm glad you listened to Deep Trout Spinners today. If you're politically in- engaged and you're sad, hopefully this cheered you up and didn't make you worse. No, I don't think so. And it, I, I could it. beat up a, a child, so I'm not that weedy. <laughs> That's the things we've learnt today. Do you know what I mean? We've learnt a lot of things. We've learnt a lot about each other as yeah. well. Yeah. Exploring, exploring yourself. And, and <laughs> each other. And Asia. So, Deep Trout Spinners Mars Pennell, and you've also been... Yeah. Gary Weedy, uh, Gary Forrestal, sorry. Get it right. Uh, like and subscribe. Please do uh, t- t- for all future podcasts. Uh, we'll be back soon, I, I hope. Mm-hmm. What, do, you, do you hope the same? Not really. No. See you later. See you, bye. Bye.